Welcome to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast, your home for stories, inspiration, and advice from athletes over 40. I'm your host, Robin Leggett. I'm a later in life athlete who became a roller derby skater in my 30s and a runner and obstacle racer in my 40s. Now I'm an athletic aging coach who helps women over 40 experience the massive life benefits that come with exploring your athletic potential at any age and any fitness background. If that fires you up, keep listening. Let's do this. Hey, hey, seasoned athletes. Welcome to the final episode of 2020. It's interesting and kind of fun and cool to get to start saying this is the last fill in the blank of 2020, right? Because this year has been like at least a year and a half, right? Like it's been a long, painful, traumatic year on a lot of levels. So now that we're getting to year end stuff, I don't know, feels kind of good. Feels kind of good to start start wrapping it up and moving into a new year, no matter what that new year is going to look like, because it's not going to be like magically different. But still, there is new hope that comes with a new year. So this is the final season athlete episode of the year. And in honor of that, I've decided to make this episode all about the top lessons that I've learned in this most unusual year. It's just, I think, important to take a moment to reflect because throughout most of this year, I feel like we've just, and not if you agree, but we've just been really stuck in the day-to-dayness of this year, just getting through each day, one day at a time. And it's hard to take a step back and take a macro look on what this year has meant for you, what this year has been like for you, and perhaps how you might have come out the other end of it stronger. And I know that's hard to imagine, but in what ways have you become a stronger person as a result of everything that you went through this year? And we all kind of collectively went through it together, right? So I thought it would be good to take some time and dig into the top lessons I've learned in this most unusual year. And you might have different lessons. And of course, I'd love to know what your lessons are, what you have learned about yourself this year. Like what's the biggest thing you've learned about yourself this year? I'd love to know that. Um, And so uh, I am recording this live in my Ageless Women Athletes Facebook group. And if you are a woman over 40 who wants to pursue an athletic lifestyle, you should definitely join this Ageless Women Athletes Facebook group. Uh, You just look it up on Facebook, Ageless Women Athletes Request to Join, and uh, I'll I'll let you in. But I do record live episodes in my group every couple of weeks uh, so that you you can get involved. But anyway, I would love to know. Uh, So if if you are watching this recording live as I'm recording it, hopefully you'll share some lessons you've learned in this most unusual year. But if you're not watching it live, you can send me an email, seasonedathlete at gmail.com, or I'm going to be posting about this on um, the Season Athlete Instagram, which is at Season Athlete. And uh, you can comment with your thoughts on what you've learned in this most unusual year. But I'm going to share what I've learned. I have three big lessons Uh, I really dug deep and thought about it. And I have three big lessons that I've learned in this most unusual year. All right. Are you ready for me to share them with you? Okay, here we go. All right. Number one, this is really, I think, I think one of the the biggest lessons. And I, I really caught this from the beginning and it still holds up. And that is creativity and adaptability is the name of the game this year. Um, and this, this really fits on a lot of levels, like in life, 
in work, in fitness, in training, in athleticism. Creativity and adaptability is truly the name of the game. Uh, The more adaptable you are and the more creative you're able to be and more creatively you're able to look at your life and everything in it, the easier it has likely been for you to navigate the craziness that is going on this year. And I I have some examples that I can share with you. Um, For example, uh, in the beginning of the pandemic, back in March, when most gyms had to close immediately, most gyms had to close with no notice, I found that the gyms that quickly moved to streaming workouts were able to be more successful more quickly than those that panicked and didn't offer anything to their members. That's Those are the gyms where the members quit, where they lost their membership, but the gyms that quickly offered streaming options uh, were able to bridge that gap and buy themselves time to figure out what things were going to look like in the long term. And maybe that continues to be streaming workouts for a lot of gyms. But I know when my gym had to close back in March, we went immediately to streaming workouts so we could continue to serve our people. And on, on the flip side, if you are a gym member, uh, you, if the quicker you were able to adapt to streaming workouts, the better it likely was for you as well, because you didn't have to figure out something new. You can continue training, even if it was at home, which I know is different. But again, creativity and adaptability is the name of the game. So it's all about not staying stuck in previous ways of thinking when it comes to all the aspects of your life. But when we're talking season athlete type things, When it comes to um, how you should train, where you can train and what you train for. So for example, for those who train for races and events, those were mostly canceled. So you had to think differently on the motivation for your training. And those who were able to be creative and adapt, maybe moving to virtual races, virtual competitions, setting up your own version of a test for your training. Those who were able to adapt more quickly had a more seamless experience where those who didn't know what they were training for, couldn't think outside the box, maybe struggled a bit with motivation over time. Same with uh, what your training looks like. If you don't like working out at home or didn't want to, but you didn't have anywhere else to train, what happens there? Do you end up not, not doing anything at all or do you adapt? Do you get creative? You know, my husband and I have been training in our apartment garage since March. We basically set up our own little home gym um, in our apartment garage. And we are likely known as the weirdos of our apartment complex. Like, I'm not going to lie. People probably think we're super weird, but we don't care. We go out there at the crack of dawn and, and it's cold, but we, you know, we lift weights in our garage. We run laps in our garage and, and we get it done. And so, you know, what have you done to get it done this year? Have you had to be creative? Have you had to be adaptable? The more creative and the more adaptable you have been, the more successful you have likely been in achieving goals and getting your training done and, and having it feel somewhat seamless. And it goes beyond fitness, of course. You know, businesses, if you're a business owner, you know that you needed to be creative this year. You had to have creative solutions to find customers, to keep customers. You know, connecting with people, we've had to be really, really creative this year. Uh, I have found um, that virtual trivia nights have been a lot of fun. Uh, I think early on, we all just hopped on Zoom and hung out together And then realize it's like, okay, this is weird. (laughs) So you have to, you come up with creative ways to engage people 
in community. So, uh, you know, trivia nights have been a lot of fun. I, I did a little bingo night with uh, my gym members where we made this fun interactive bingo game. Uh, theme parties. We've done theme parties. Movie nights. Uh, you know, I've been watching Star Trek movies with some of my former roller derby teammates uh, every Friday night for the last couple of months uh, using an online app called Scener. And we get to get on, watch a movie together. We can talk to each other. It's a lot of fun. So you find creative ways to connect with people because connection is so important. So creativity and adaptability. If if you have struggled with this, maybe think along these terms. Like, how can I be more creative? How can I be more adaptable in everything I do in my life? Because we have been required to be willing to bend in a lot of different ways, you know, be willing to think outside the box. That's really, it's been key. So that's, that's the earliest lesson. This the quickest lesson I learned and it's an enduring lesson. All right. Lesson number two, self-care is no longer a buzzword. It is a priority. All right. So this year has forced this on many of us when perhaps previously, we have not made this a priority that self-care goes last, that it's it's a buzzy thing, but like really, you know, uh, it just feels hippy dippy. But what do I do? A couple episodes ago, I had an episode that was called Giving Yourself Grace and Getting Back to You. And in that episode, I mentioned that we are all working through a collective trauma, a year long collective trauma. Um, and as such, the need to take care of yourself and put yourself first has moved from being an afterthought to a priority. What does this mean and how does this look? Well, it could mean taking a day off from training unexpectedly, which I have done a bunch of times. My husband actually took a full week off of training because he needed it to take care of himself. And that's okay. And you can forgive yourself. You don't have to feel guilty about it. You can just do it. You do what you need to do to take care of you. Uh, that can mean taking extra naps, getting some sleep, or just letting yourself have a good cry. There's never been a greater need to ensure that you're taking care of yourself in all ways. And I'm talking physically, mentally, and emotionally. So yes, I'm talking about fitness, whether it means getting extra exercise or taking a step back, uh, whether it means just taking care of your mind, your body, your soul, do what you need to do um, and take those moments because this is huge when it comes to walking through this trauma that will likely continue in some way, shape, or form in 2021. So self-care, no longer a buzzword. It is absolutely a priority. What are you doing for you? All right. My final lesson from this most unusual year is exercise is more important than ever for more reasons than most people realize. So yes, being fit, it helps fortify your immune system, of course, it doesn't replace masking and social distancing, but when used in coordination, it will help keep you protected, help you better fight off illness if you do get sick. Everybody's circumstance is different, of course, and we are all at risk, and that is the reality. Um, I have found that the more I prioritize exercise, the less sick I get. And even when I do get sick in some way, it's not, it doesn't knock me out like perhaps it used to. So, uh, it helps and every little bit helps right now. But I want to talk beyond physical health because exercise helps with mental and emotional health as well. And I'm going to tell a story about that. Uh, so when I when I was operating my gym, Rise Up Training, um, 
it's an obstacle race training gym. That's a, the primary priority of this gym. So when people came to me, they came to accomplish a physical task, right? They, they, a physical goal. They wanted to run Spartan races, obstacle races, and our gym specialized in that. So that's what brought people in. But what kept them there was the mental health benefits. It was the mental health benefits that come with putting yourself first, taking care of your body, and connecting with community. When I would ask my clients why they continued coming year after year, this was the answer they gave. More than being able to run a race, more than getting workouts in, it was, I need this for my mental health. So it is really super important and a huge component to mental health is physical movement. It's huge. That's why it's so necessary now more than ever. Now, here's some good news. You can still get all of the things that my clients got from the gym, even virtually. You can continue to connect with people. You can continue to work together on a goal and you can just cheer each other on. So of course, there's a number of ways you can do that. Connecting with people online, uh, getting accountability buddies with friends and working together on a common goal like a virtual race where you, you support each other together. It can be formal and it can be informal. You know, I ran 80 miles in November for the awesome 80s race 80 mile solo challenge. And it just so happened that a friend of mine was doing it too. And so we would chat with each other on in Instagram DMs. That's how we communicate. And we chat with each other about, you know, how's your progress this week? What did you accomplish? Did you get your running in? Look at you on the leaderboard. You just moved way up. Awesome. I'm going to try and get you. Like we would have these conversations and it was not something we formally decided I am going to be your accountability buddy. We just did. And it felt like a connection. It was really cool. So you can have that, you you know, you can have those connections that, that enhance your exercise experience and help provide those mental health benefits. Um, so that all exists for you. Now, if you haven't been exercising, this is a good time to figure out why, why have you not been exercising and what do you need to do to change that? Are you putting your exercise last on your to-do list for the day and then just tossing it when you don't have time? Have you felt stuck because your gym is closed and you're like, well, if my gym is closed, then what can I do? That brings you back to point number one, of course, creativity and adaptability. How can you be creative and adapt your training to make it happen? What do you need to change to put exercise and taking care of yourself first on your priority list and make it simple for you to do? And I love sharing tips about this. And my biggest tip is schedule it into your day, just like any other priority. Use a written planner. Uh, As I often say, as I've said in other episodes, use a written planner, write in pencil, because again, creativity and adaptability is the name of the game. But write down your workouts just like you would write down an appointment. Uh, a doctor's appointment, a Zoom call, kids homeschool, things that you know you have to do in your day no matter what, write down your workouts in there too because you know what? That's a thing you have to do no matter what. Putting yourself first is something you have to do no matter what. So the more you schedule into your day instead of treating it like an afterthought, the more likely you will be to get it done. And remember, exercise is not just for your body. It's for your mind and your soul. And any of my Rise Up Training gym members would support me on this point. It will not only keep you physically healthy during a time when health is of utmost importance, but it'll help you feel good, like good in your soul, not just good in your body, but good in your soul. It'll help give you energy to face your day. And don't we all need more of that? So don't neglect it, my friends. 
So those are my top three lessons that I learned in this most unusual year. Creativity and adaptability, name of the game. How can you be creative and adaptable in everything you do? Self-care is not just a buzzword. It is a priority. And exercise is more important than ever, not just for your body, but for your mind, for your soul, for every part of you. So I ask you now, what are the biggest lessons you learned in this crazy year? I'd love to know. Share it with me. You can email seasonedathlete at gmail.com. That's our direct email box. You can comment on our posts in the uh, Season Athlete Instagram at Season Athlete, or you can talk to me directly at Robin Leggett, R-O-B-I-N-L-E-G-A-T. Uh, I just, I would love to know. I, I'd love to know and support you in that, of course. I want to hear your perspective and your takeaways from this most unusual year. So in closing, here is to making it through all 672 days of 2020. And as we all embark on the new adventure that comes with 2021, no matter what it looks like, and I think at this point we're ready for anything, right? Remember to continue to be creative and adaptable, make time to take care of yourself, and get up and move every single day. See you in 2021, seasoned athletes. Now is the time to take the inspiration you get from this podcast and do something with it. And a great way to start is by joining my free Ageless Women Athletes Facebook community. This group is for women over 40, or those who are almost there, who want to stop feeling old and start living ageless. Inside the group, you'll meet women like you who will lift you up when you're down and cheer on your every win. You'll also get immediate access to videos, trainings, and tools to help you move well, feel great, and pursue the types of goals you never imagined were possible for yourself. In short, the Ageless Women Athletes community is here to help you age like an athlete, however that looks for you. To join, go to seasonedathlete.me and tap the bar at the top of the page. We'll see you inside the group.